So a couple of weeks ago, I was running in my neighborhood, and uh, the neighborhood I live has this, the main road kind of zigzags through the whole neighborhood. And so if you, if you go down the zigzags and then come up the zigzags, it's a total of like three miles. And so uh, I was running down the street, and I was coming down that last curve to get to my house, and all of a sudden, I had this unexpected experience, uh, and I, and I want to share that with you. So I was running, and all of a sudden, I started hearing this clicking noise, like... Uh, you know, if you've ever heard, I'm an age of myself, if you ever heard a typewriter, that clicking noise that makes, or uh, when somebody does their nails on, like uh, taps their nails on a desk, it was just this really loud clicking noise. And so I'm running and I hear that noise and I start to worry that maybe my headphones are about to go out. Maybe some sweat got into them and, and they're gonna stop working. And, and so I, I start getting worried about that. And as I'm reaching for my headphones, I look down and I see a shadow. See, the sun was behind me and my shadow was going that way, and I see a second shadow, and it looks like a, I, I'm not kidding you, if I, I was positive there was a coyote behind me that was about to eat me for breakfast. I mean, I'm running, and there's this shadow, and there's these pointy ears, I, like, I was convinced I was going to die in that moment. So I went from worry, right, worrying about my headphones, to fear of death, so I did these two things simultaneously. I started running a little bit faster, which wasn't that much faster, but I started running faster, and I looked over my shoulder, and I noticed that it was a dog named Socks. <laughs> See, Socks is a neighborhood dog. He lives on that uh, little curve turn, and anytime Socks is in the front yard, Socks will go up to anybody who is walking or running or hanging out and just look at you with his puffy face and ask you for scratches. And the moment you scratch his head, he smiles and runs back to his house. He is the friendliest dog in the world. And everybody knows him, right? It's Socks. Socks is, he's a, a black dog and his paws are white, so that's why they call him Socks and friendliest dog. But in that morning, that morning, as I was running and I saw that shadow, I could have sworn it was a coyote that was going to kill me that I was going to be someone's breakfast. I've been thinking about fear and worry a lot. And I don't know about you, but through this abnormal situation that we've been living in, everything that we've been going through these last uh, multiple weeks now, I've had a lot of fear and a lot of worry. And so today, as we wrap up our Abnormal Responses sermon series, we're going to talk about these two, and we're pairing them together because I think they're somewhat similar but they're also somewhat different. And on top of that, I think in our text that we're going to look at today, we, we receive some promises to help us overcome any fear and worry we may be going through today. So I want to start tonight off by uh, explaining the difference, at least the way I view them, the difference between worry and fear. So for me, worry is a response to something unknown. We worry about something that we don't know if it's going to happen or not, right? So as I was running that morning, I was worried maybe my, head, my uh, headphones would go out. I didn't know if they were or not. I didn't know if that was actually the problem, but I worried maybe they would, right? We, when we worry, we, it's our response to something unknown. Fear is a little bit different than that. Fear recognizes that there's a danger right in front of us, right? So I was worried about my headphones, but when I saw the shadow of a coyote, I became fearful. Uh, all of a sudden, there was a tangible threat in front of me, and that's where I started to panic, to worry. The, the fear really crept in. See, worry for me is something, you know, we worry about something that is yet to come or something that uh, is nowhere near or might or might not happen, whereas fear, we tend to see it right in front of us. Fear and worry. 
you know, we've been living through a very abnormal situation. I said that earlier. And, and, and my guess is that you have probably experienced fear and worry through this season as well. And so I want to look at today a, a biblical response to worry and fear as to how we can overcome these emotions, not just through this season of life, but through all seasons of life. And I want to do that by looking at uh, Deuteronomy chapter 31. This is verses uh, 1 through 8. When Moses had finished speaking all these words to all Israel, he said to them, I am now 120 years old. I am no longer able to get about, and the Lord has told me, you shall not cross over this Jordan. Then the Lord, God, the Lord your God himself will cross over before you. He will destroy these nations before you, and you shall dispossess them. Joshua also will cross before you, as the Lord promised. The Lord will do to them as he did to Sihon and Og, the kings of the Amorites, and to their land when he destroyed them. The Lord will give them over to you, and you shall deal with them in full accord with the command that I have given to you. Be strong and bold. Have no fear or dread of them, because it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not fail you or forsake you. Then Moses summoned Joshua and said to him in the sight of all of Israel, Be strong and bold, for you are the one who will go with this people into the land that the Lord has sworn to their ancestors to give them, and you will put them in possession of it. It is the Lord who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not fail you or forsake you. Do not fear or be dismayed. So let's unpack this story for a little bit. Let, let, let's, let's talk about what is happening here, or, or more precisely, what has happened up to this point. You see, the Israelites have been wandering through the desert for 40 years. They, remember, if you remember this story, if you remember your biblical history, Moses went into Egypt and, and freed the Israelites out of slavery from Egypt and was leading them to the promised land. For 40 years, they have been wandering through the desert. They've had to learn to trust God and trust Moses, and, and it's been a long journey. And now, by the time we get to this part in the text, they're on the edge. They're about to enter the promised land. And here's Moses, right? He's, he's been teaching them. And all of a sudden, he says, hey, Joshua, come up here. And he looks at the Israelites and said, this guy right here, he's going to lead you from this point forward. He says, I'm too old. I, I can't do this anymore. God has told me I'm not going to lead you past this point. Joshua is now in charge. Can you imagine the fear and worry that, that uh, struck the Israelites in that moment? What do you mean you're not going to go with us, Moses? I mean, you, you've been leading us all this way. We trust you. And, and Moses, you're the one who talks on behalf of God. You're the one who tells us what God wants of us. Like Moses is so central to their journey. And all of a sudden, Moses is telling them, I'm, I'm not going to be there. God has told me I'm not going any further. But listen to this guy. I think as Moses shared that, he sensed their worry and their fear. And he says these, these words that we just read, and I think in them, he reminds them of three promises. Three promises that God has made to them, and I think even to us, so that they can overcome the fear and worry they are going through right now. So let's talk about these. The first promise in verse 3, we are told that God will go before them. You see, I think the Israelites had no idea what lied ahead. 
I, I think they had no idea what was to come. I think they had no idea of the battles they would face, the enemies they would, they would have to uh, go up against. I think they had no idea what was to come. And so Moses stands there and says, don't worry, God is going ahead of you. God is going to face all your enemies before you even get there. God goes before you. The second promise, he says, this is also uh, this is at the end of verse 3. He says, the Israelites, you all shall dispossess the nations that you are about to face. See, Moses says, uh, first he says, God's going to go before you. And then he says, and God is going to empower you to overcome your enemies. God, he, Moses doesn't say, you know, God will give you all their stuff. God, Moses says, God will help you dispossess your enemies. I think that's so powerful, and I, and I want to stop on that for a second, because what God, uh, what Moses is telling them is that God is going to empower them to defeat their enemies, to overcome their enemies. Not only has God gone before them, but God is going to empower them to face their enemy and defeat them. God promises to go before, God promises to, over, uh, to empower and I think the third one is that God promises to never fail or forsake. Moses looks at the crowd and says, God will never fail you or forsake you. Like I said earlier, the Israelites had no idea what they were going to face starting from that point forward. They had no idea the struggles they were going to go through. And, and so Moses looks at them and says, look, I, I, this is what I picture Moses saying to them. I, I picture Moses saying, look, God is going to go before you and God is going to empower you to overcome them. But if you don't believe that, if you don't trust that, then I promise you that God will never fail. I promise you God will never forsake you. See, I think Moses had a hunch that eventually the Israelites would face an enemy that would seem too big or too strong or too powerful even for God. And Moses is saying in this moment, don't worry. There is no enemy which will make God fail because God will never fail. God will never forsake us. God has never lost and God never will. You see, as the baton is being passed down to Joshua, Moses reminds this whole crowd, no matter what you face, no matter what you go through, no matter what fears or worries you have, God will go before you. God will empower you to overcome that fear and that worry. And remember that God has never failed and will never forsake you. Now, I've got to say that um, I appreciate, I, 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 well, I'll say it this way, every time that I feel fear or worry, this is the text I turn to, and that's the promise that I go back to. But I'll be honest with you, there have been days when I really want proof that these promises are true. There are days when I want proof that what Moses is saying to the crowd here, that those things are actually going to happen. And I'll tell you, the Holy Spirit convicted me this week because as I was preparing for my sermon, there was something that kept telling me to keep reading in the story. And I'm going to tell you this. If you're ever reading your Bible and you're thinking this doesn't make sense or this feels out of place, keep reading. I kept reading in this story. And let me give you some more background, some more context. So the story we just read happened in chapter 31 of Deuteronomy. 
There's three more chapters in that book, and it's basically uh, Moses saying goodbye to them, giving them some last teachings, and, and we read about Moses' death. And then we get to this book called the Book of Joshua. Moses has officially passed the baton off to, to Joshua, and Joshua is now in charge. And the first task, they have to go into Jericho. Their first task is to go into Jericho and trust that God will go before them, that God will empower them to uh, dispossess their enemy, and that God will not fail against Jericho. That is the first thing they have to go up against. And here's the beautiful thing as I was reading, something just came to me that I had never really thought about before. When, when, when they get to Jericho, Joshua does something really interesting. He sends two spies into Jericho to go and scope the land, to see the people, to see what they're up against. And, and when they're there, the king of Jericho somehow knows that, that the, the spies are there and they try to arrest them. And, and the two spies hide in, in a house. They hide in the house of Rahab. And, and we're told that they're hiding on the roof. And, and before these spies fall asleep, Rahab comes up and begins to talk to them. And they say this. this. Rahab says this to them. I know that the Lord has given you this land, and dread of you has fallen upon all of us. We melt in our fear. You see, God showed up in Jericho before the Israelites ever showed up there. God had placed fear in their enemy before they even showed up. See, I think that's what God does in our lives. I think God looks at our fear and our worry and shows up and says, you don't have a chance. I, I truly believe, I, I, I've been wrestling with this a lot. I truly believe that our fear and our worry trembles at us because it knows that God is with us. Before they even got to Jericho, the people had already claimed to have lost. They knew God had already given them that land. They knew that they had no chance. But then you keep reading the story. You keep reading through it, and by chapter 6, God has told Joshua uh, exactly how they're going to uh, overcome the city, and he gives them specific instructions as to how they're going to surround the city and how they're going to uh, march and how they're going to blow the horns, and, and he gives them very specific instructions as to exactly when to do a loud shout. And they do all these things, and when that happens, the walls of Jericho tumble down. And the scripture tells us that they, they enter into Jericho and take over the land. See, God tells them exactly how they're going to overcome their enemy. God tells them exactly what they need to do to overcome their enemy. See, not only does it, as we read this story, not only does God go before them, God empowers them to do the task at hand, to overcome that fear and the worry that they had, to overcome their enemy. God goes before us. God empowers us. And if you keep reading all through the scriptures, you see that God never loses a battle, that God always wins, that God never fails nor forsakes his people. Earlier this year, my wife and I, uh, Susie, we had the opportunity to go to the Holy Land. And one of the places we went to was uh, Jericho. And it was really neat to, to visit that city and see the, the ruins and see kind of uh, get an idea of the geography of the area. And as we stood there at what, what um, there was this wall that 
uh, some people believe was probably a part of the old wall. And as we stood there, I, I went back to this story. I can only imagine what it must be like, what it must have been like for the Israelites to return to that place and remember that it was there where God proved to them that God was going to go before them, that God was going to empower them, that God would never fail. You see, here's my challenge for you today. Here's my to-do for you. Whatever fear and worry you are going through, I want you to go to your Jericho. I want you to go to that place where God has proven to you over and over and over again. Maybe, maybe it was the first time. Maybe it's the place where God has proven it to you a million times. But go back to that place where in the midst of fear and worry, God has said to you, don't worry, I have already gone before you. Don't worry, I'm going to empower you. Don't worry, I will never fail or lose or forsake you. I want you in the face of fear and worry to go back to your Jericho and realize that God has been faithful and God will forever be faithful. God will always go before you, no matter what your fears or worries are. God will always empower you, no matter what your fears and worries are. And God will always win. God will never lose. God will never forsake you, no matter what your fears and worries are. Beloved, I don't know what your fears and worries are tonight. I don't know what your fears and worries are like tomorrow morning. I don't know what your fears and, uh, and worries were like last night. I don't know what your fears and worries are like right now. But I do know that God is bigger and greater than every fear and worry we carry in us tonight. God is bigger and greater than any fear and worry we will carry this morning. God is bigger and greater than any fear we will ever carry. And when God is on our side, I truly believe that our fear and worry trembles. So if you're full of fear and worry today, Let's go back to Jericho and remember that promise once again. Let's pray. Gracious loving God, I give you thanks. God, I give you thanks that you are a God who keeps your promises. And, and so God, just as Moses reminded the Israelites that, that you would go before them, that, that, uh, that God, I, I just pray that whatever we are facing, we may trust your promises. That whatever fear or worry we have, that we may trust that you will get us through them. That our experience at Jericho is not a one and done, but it's an everyday promise that every day, no matter what we go through, you are a God who goes before us, who empowers us, and who never loses. God, let us hold on to that promise. God, I give you thanks, and I pray this in your most precious 
and most glorious name. Amen.